week four at the Kinnecuck Institute. It was technically two and a half weeks ago, but things have been full around here. And if it sounds like I'm whispering, it's because I am. And I'm in the bathroom on the floor with the door closed as my roommate Emily sleeps. So this one goes out to Emily Stewart, the real MVP. Hopefully your three melatonin gummies are doing the trick tonight. Week four was all about discipleship and we did another Bible overview. And so if you're keeping track at home, that's the second Bible overview we've done. And why? Because teaching is important. So 2 Timothy 2.22, Paul writes to Timothy and says, entrust these things to faithful men that they may teach others also. Matthew 28, Jesus tells the disciples, go therefore and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to obey all that I have commanded you. And so here we see this central idea of teaching. And how many times in the Christian church today do we, we don't teach people to fish for themselves, but we raise mules who can't reproduce or even can go to the point of saying, we just, the buck ends with us. And so instead of saying, here's how you read and learn the Bible and here's what the Bible is and now go teach someone else. And so how do you teach someone like we're commanded the biblical model is discipleship, which is really life on life together. Um, just was encouraged by a ministry in Watermark that they and their student ministries have leaders sign up to disciple kids for six years. So do you, when you sign up to be a small group leader, you sign up to be a small group leader from sixth grade to twelfth grade. And just not not that that's legalistic, and you know, not that other things happen in life that wouldn't cause you to pull away from that. But just this idea of you sign up to walk alongside kids that turn into teenagers, that turn into adults. And from that walking alongside, you move from just praying about their physical ailments to praying about really sin struggles and pursuing righteousness together. And so when you're walking through them life on life, what are you teaching them? You're teaching them how to engage with the Bible. And so really, when we overview the Bible this week during week four, the why behind it can really be summed up in the commandment given to Joshua from God in Joshua 1.8, where and it says, keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. So this idea, if we're going to chew on God's word and meditate on it day and night, we have to know the overarching story, what it says. And so the Bible is one story. It's written by God by 40 different authors, and it's 100% all about Jesus. We can sum up the Bible into five different eras, if you will. The first era would be anticipation, which is the entire Old Testament, Genesis to Malachi. And it just says, Jesus is coming. Someone is coming. Someone is coming. And the next era is manifestation in the Gospels. And those are just Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And they say, he's here. He's here. He's here. Jesus is here. The next era is proclamation, which is Acts. And the proclamation is basically saying, go and tell that he's here. And Jesus came and lived and died and, and takes away the sins of the world. The epistles are summed up in explanation, explaining in letters what it means um, to follow Jesus and who he is and how that, how that means Christians are to live. And then lastly, the revelation era, simply the ends, the end of times, the coming of Christ. Um, and the consummation of, of all things. And so Jess was cool this week to walk through each individual book of the Bible and what it says again. And so when you look through the entire Bible, once again, it's one story, 
but I was just encouraged by um, really zeroing into 2 Timothy being Paul's last words as he's dying in prison in Rome. He writes a letter to Timothy and he's saying, pass the baton, Timothy, pass the baton. Um, and he tells Timothy to fulfill the ministry courageously, to fulfill the ministry faithfully, to fulfill the ministry consistently and to fulfill the ministry expectantly. And so how many times have I done that? Um, and I can honestly say not often that I have fulfilled the ministry courageously, faithfully, consistently, or expectantly. And I have no reason to be intimidated because if Galatians 2.20 is true, it means that I have the Holy Spirit's power in me. Galatians 2.20 says, I've been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself up for me. And so in this thing of discipleship, we're teaching others to read the Bible, to study the word. And if you're intimidated, welcome to the club. And if you want to hear God speak, open up your Bible and read it. And read it. Here's to making disciples who make disciples who make disciples. That was a lot of whispering and a little bit of time. If you have any questions or comments, I'd love to talk about it. Call me at 317-442-1171. And I'm going to end this podcast so I can get some sleep and get my phone number right. See you next time. Same time. Same place.